The Redneck Tech Podcast is brought to you by MikesArchery.com. They're a one-stop shop for virtually everything archery, bow hunting, and for your next outdoor adventure. Mike's Archery has been at the top of the archery game for over 50 years, and they want to give listeners of the Redneck Tech Podcast 10% off their entire online store using the code REDNECK10, all one word. Just put the code in before you check out, and your boys will hook you up. The guys at Mike's have always been good to us, and now they can be good to you too. Visit mikesarchery.com and get your gear now. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah. You want it? Welcome back, finally, to the Redneck Tech Podcast. And I don't, y'all were talking to me when the thing was off. What were you saying? Oh, we just have to say hey to everybody on the oh. Instagram Live. Hey. We got... Um, go ahead. We've got uh, Hauser Outdoors just got out of a lecture. Mm. Isaiah Jones wants to see how we're doing. Belmore Chuck is on, hasn't said anything. Oh, Highly suspicious. He's just waiting. And uh, we got Bo Riggs on here, Matt Pfizer 75 we got a lot of people on here right now. We got like ten people. So Chuck said, first of all, check your tone. You need some bass in them headphones. <laughs> I told I told Chuck to behave yourself. This is a family podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. We got he's, you. We got you on the he, on the. You he know, threatened. He threatened that he's going to start a podcast, which he's been threatening to do a lot of things for about I don't know eight years now. With like me. the FS7, he ran he's all the time. Really, that he, bought. he really good at threatening. <laughs> Belmore. Hope yeah. you heard that. So well, if, so how the airlines have the do not fly list where they got people they watch. Yeah. We've got a – it's just called the Belmore list because there's yeah. only one on there, and it's Ex- Belmore. Exactly. So we're watching you, Belmore. Everybody else, you're cool. You guys don't have to behave, but Belmore does. So for those of you tuned in or listening to the podcast, we try and – if you stay up with the social media, we try and post when we're going to do these because we try and plan them a little bit in the office. Um. You can watch these live and watch this on video if you want to see our gorgeous faces on Instagram, on Redneck Tech, or on YouTube. The YouTube stream looks way better. And if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, it will give you a notification when we're going live. So, uh, And you can watch after the fact on the YouTube channel. Yeah, and we'll like sometimes we'll hang around, answer some questions, BS with some of our buddies. So it's a good time. Um, so anyway, so for this podcast, really... 2021 is finally over. Um, I never thought deer season was going to end on my end of things. Um, I'm just, I'm to be honest, I was just over deer hunting altogether. Um, not because I, you know, hated or was, you know, tired of it. Well, I was tired of it. That's why I was over it. Um, and, you know, we are doing the deer show with Lee and Tiffany now. So there's a lot of deer hunting. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of, it's just, a, it's a never ending season it seems like and it's season's not that long but i mean we did 250 something days in the field between you know four guys this year five guys this year so it was a lot um and it was one of those things to where we all put in a bunch of time clay probably ended up putting in the most amount of days there and uh has the least amount of kills to show for it (laughs) i have two kills no i have three kills so everything I did in the fall was with Lee and Tiff, except four days with Billy. And that's only you only did four days with Billy other than Lee. Yeah, Tiff? just in Florida. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I was with Billy for four days, and we killed three animals: two pigs and a deer. Yeah. I was with Lee and Tiffany for ninety-one, 
I filmed three kills, and Ryer was there for two of them. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Y'all can't deny that I bring a certain kind of mojo when I show up to the scene. Yeah, that's what we're going to call it. So the results speak for themselves, do they not? I don't have to say anymore. It was a it was a crazy season. Um, got to add a lot, you know, a couple more places to the list and to the resume, and um, we uh, the resume, the resume. Let's put it in perspective this way: if you watch a Lee and Tiff show, probably ninety percent of the footage will be mine. If it's Lee hunting, except for the kill <laughs> and the like good ev- footage, everything. Everything except segment segment four and every single one of Lee's episodes will be mine, except segment four where they kill. <laughs> the, the segment that everybody's tuning in to watch. Exactly. The one that everybody's fast-forwarded their DVR to. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I did, I think my wife keeps up with how many days that I do now, not me. I did right at 150-something days this in 2021. Um, I don't know how many, if y'all kept up with it. I didn't. I didn't keep up. I mean, if it went for my wife, I wouldn't keep up with it either. How many did you do? Uh, well, I did 96 just in the fall. So I don't know how many I did. I think year. I did 97 then. <laughs> God almighty. Y'all are like The children. fact that Chuck Belmore just now followed me for the first time. Did he just now? Yeah. Ah. Chuck. Come on, man. Like, Well, I had, a Chuck, really? I had a Chuck Belmore following me, but not a Belmore Chuck. Yeah, that's not so. the sign. Yeah, somebody stole Chuck Belmore <laughs> and thought that thought that the real Chuck Belmore was going to pay for that username. No, they didn't know who they were. Yeah, they, they, you know, I remember asking him, "I'm like, why is your Instagram Belmore Chuck and Chuck Belmore?" He said, well, "Somebody bought Chuck Belmore thinking that my poor butt was going to pay for it." Chuck's rich. They would be wrong. Yeah, yeah, Chuck. For as much as he works, he's rich. Yeah, don't let him lie to you. Yeah, we've had that conversation too. Um, but yeah, it was a. Uh, we kind of did a fall recap last podcast, which was, I don't know, weeks ago. Now that deer season's over with, you know, the plan is for us to do a lot more podcasts to stay on top of it with content, with classes, with other things. We'll talk about classes in a minute. But um, what we've kind of been working on the last couple of days is some processes. And I kind of wanted Ryder to talk about, you know, kind of where we're at with that. Because what we're trying to do kind of as a company and as a you know, content creators is we're trying to improve every day. Like, you know, you guys should be, of, you know, we've got a lot of moving parts. And when you, when you do video production, there's not just shoot the video, edit the video, submit the video. It's, there's so many more little pieces to it that, um, not necessarily things fall through the cracks, but it's hard to keep track of things. And my brain and Clay's brain work way different than Ryer's brain. So we've been trying to figure out a way to create a process, and if anybody listening or watching has a suggestion for this, please let us know because we're trying to figure out the best way to do it without too. us having to use another program. Yeah, without us using either having to use another program or make it. We've looked into some um, like uh, Trello and Monday.com and some things like that for like processes and scheduling and things like that, but they're more than we need, and it ends up being. I think I don't know what you said. Like it gets for us for a team of three to. They all have tiers, and it ends up to really take full advantage of the program with automations and multiple workspaces and flexibility between workspaces and stuff like that. You end up usually paying about $10 a seat um, for most of these programs. So for us, that ends up being $30, which, um, you know, adds up over the course of 12 months. And then, you know, say that we needed other people to be able to use it. Well, now it could be $40, $50, $60, $70 once you start scaling it up. 
um, <clears throat> and for a lot of functionality that maybe we don't necessarily need yet. Um, and probably, you know, over-engineering to begin with when probably well, what we need to do. We is, just essentially you know, don't want it to become something that's so big and fat and bloated that we decide not to look at it because it's overwhelming. We want it to be simple, but we want it to be intuitive and useful that we'll actually use it. So if you have suggestions, right now we're kind of down to Ryder's creating a Excel spreadsheet that we can kind of break up by client, by project, by things like that. So that's kind of where we're at. But what I wanted to talk about is uh, what do you think we did well? And then what do you think we need to improve on? Let's start with what do you think we did well last year? I can hear you breathing like crazy, Clay. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop breathing. Um, so I'll start I, with you, Ryder. What do you think why we do did? I have, you're the boss. I want to, but I, I've got my opinions. I want to hear what y'all think we did well and what do you think we should improve Everything on. Everything I did. God dang. All right. How I'm far not back are we Clay taking now. this? Are we taking this back to? 2021. The start of 2021? Yeah. What do you think we did well first? And then we'll come back around and do what do you think we can improve on? Can we start with Clay? I need some time to ponder and contemplate. I have these notes that I share with you guys. Do you not read the notes? I've been working on I the got, thing I we're got just the talking about. When the podcast started. Yeah, I just was <laughs> But I do have an thing. answer. I do have Okay, an answer. go ahead. Um I think our communication as a team was really well, like knowing where we were going, what we were doing, when we'd be back. I mean, it's not like we were we ghosted and Yeah, well, you know that's unacceptable. We don't ghost. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I, I'm kind of thinking like bigger picture, like, well, what do you think, you know, and I, I don't really have a great answer other than the fact that I think that we, I think we learned a lot, you know, in terms of long trips, we don't need to try and do, you know, we, we need to, we went into Lee and Tiffany thinking that we were going to be able to schedule a little bit better than we did. Um, and this year, and, and, you know, Clay took the brunt of the long trips. And uh, I think we've got to figure out a way to schedule better, which I guess I'm doing the what we need to improve on. Well, um, and during the whitetail kind of white season, that's easy. Yeah. The Western Tour, I mean, you might as well just ride out the Western Tour. Yeah. Because you got to have your own vehicle. Well, it's been, it's always been that way. I've been yeah, because you got to have your own vehicle because, I mean, I love Lee and Tiffany to death, but I can't ride in that Earth Roamer with them and film them every day. Yeah. I just can't do it. So I got to have my own vehicle. And if I'm going to drive the first two weeks of the season are going to be in Utah, well, I've already driven halfway across the country. I might as well hunt my way back mm -hmm. with them. So, I mean, the whitetail season's a lot easier to to schedule than it is when they go eight different places in two well, months. I'm saying I'm thinking like we've got to figure out how to take care of ourselves and our time while also keeping clients happy too. Right. Um I think I think what what we did do well was I think we shot it really well. Um and and, and Nate concurred today when I talked to him on the phone. I think the show was shot well. I think we covered things that hadn't been covered in the past um, as good as we could. Like, we didn't get to do as much in the spring and summer, which we weren't there in the spring. We didn't have the show until really July. So, you know, we'll get to do more in the summer this year. But um, I think the show was shot well, with the exception of, obviously, BC, because that was a cluster. But for the most part, 
Um, we, we did a good job shooting it. Um, and you know, I talked to Nate about like, what has he heard? Good, bad, and different. And he's like, man, no news is good news. He's like, you know, they haven't, you know, they haven't said anything and they haven't said anything to me. Every time I talk to him about, you know, how's everything going, they said, great. So, you know, that's what I have to go on. And I, I think it went as, as well as it could. I mean, August was rocky, but, um, it was our, you know, it was the first go at it. And, you know, I think, I think more than anything, you know, since Clay's kind of being the project runner for this one, I guess, what do you think that, you know, what do you think you can improve on this year going into it? I don't know. I guess I didn't take the full initiative on being Lee's, like, not in his ear, but being the person that he went to for issues or people coming in and stuff where he was, like, still contacting you. I mean, because, I mean, that would be, that could be a thing that Lee just sees you as the boss and comes to you. But the whole premise of it was, I'm going to be Lee's the guy. Mm-hmm. And he would still, like, text you and stuff about who needs to be where instead of me being well, there. Well, kind of how I viewed it, and maybe I didn't communicate it well, maybe I didn't do a good job of communication, is essentially I wanted you to take the lead on the project. Like, who's there? Who needs to be where? Who's been there too long? Who's not been there enough? And then... Essentially, I defer to you for everything, and then when there is a problem that you can't solve, I get the call. Right. You know, or there's a problem that you and Lee can't work out or figure out or this, that, and the other personnel issue that you can't schedule or whatever, then you call me, and then I, you know, kind of take off. Because well, I guess we really didn't have that issue because – We didn't. Well, and that's, every, I was there all the time, and the two times that I wasn't there – you were there. You mm-hmm. were there when Tiff killed and when Thomas was there. Mm-hmm. And then you were there in Illinois just now when I wasn't there. The only other time that someone different was there was Cody there by himself. Mm-hmm. And he rode up with them and rode back. Yeah. Um, that was so, a short South Dakota trip, Yeah, so too. other than the two times that you were there without me, I mean, if I'm not there, you were there. So it's yeah. not like there was a well, giant that, issue. That's something I think we did well, too, is, you know, obviously we us three couldn't do all the shooting. And I think with Cody and with Thomas, we really we really have a re- really well-rounded team that can do it all: shoot, edit, photos, all the above. And um, and now with Nate editing it, you know it's going to be as good or better than any of the seasons past. I I think I truly believe. You know we've got some really good stories. I think mm-hmm. there's 19 kills throughout the year. So, you know that's a lot. That's ni- 19 kills since 20, August. 22. Well, that's count. Well, that's counting. That's that's counting like goose and stuff. I'm counting like deer kills, oh, okay. like big game kills. Um, Nineteen big game kills in August to January. I mean, that's a lot. Um, that now get cut up into fifteen episodes. Two that'll happen in Q two, and then thirteen in Q three and four. Yeah, it's a lot better than having fifteen kills with fifteen episodes. Yeah, but uh, it's gonna be uh. It'll be a good one. I mean, they kill some. It's Lane Tiffany. They kill some big deer, but um, I wouldn't know. So if you're if you still watch television or they have a YouTube series too, if if you know all these kills that we've gotten so far, pretty much have already aired on their YouTube channel. So if you haven't watched that, uh, check it out. But um, you know, what do you what do you see as something we can improve on? And I'm not just talking about Lane Tiffany. I'm talking about company yeah, think, as a whole too. I think that a lot of my stuff goes back to more of the editing season. Um, and I think that it, it goes back to kind of the workflow and some of the, um, lessons that we learned doing hunt masters. 
Um, and I think a lot of that kind of has to do with what you were talking about earlier. I think there's um, some tightening up we can do as far as organization, uh, systemization, and standardization across the company. And then obviously, um, once we kind of get some of those um, pillars in place, then when we have uh, people come in to do different stuff for us or subcontractors or freelancers, then we have kind of a set way of doing things or a set way of handling that so that we get a more consistent product um, throughout the entire process, right? From the shooting in the field to the editing to delivery. Um, and then I think just, I think that personally there's a lot of little things in uh, the editing room that I would like to polish. Um, I think that last year trying to color grade, uh, color correct and color grade LUT footage was a big stumbling block for me personally. And I know that we probably, um, you know, there's a lot of things that maybe we could have done differently and, and avoided that. But I feel like personally I would like to become more proficient at that. So if we have a project that, you know, we could take advantage of the more robust color space of a, of a, I said LUT, I meant log. But, you said um, log? I said log? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> if we have a project where taking advantage of a more complex color space like log would be worthwhile, um, that I would have the skills to be able to make it look nice and make it look as good as it should be able to look. Um, I think maybe polishing some audio stuff like I'm really trying to just advance more into some more like technical polishing uh, with the edits personally Um, so I think that as far as improving company-wise I think that maybe some organization some structure um, some systems uh, will help a lot and then personally um kind of the same things for me, but also uh, trying to be better at color grading, maybe be a little bit more robust at sound designing, stuff like that. Um, as far as what we did good, I mean, I think we knock it out of the park with images all the time. I think that that's something that we've always done really good at as far as um, delivering a large amount of pictures, but yeah. high-quality pictures. I wish we'd kept up how many we finished images we did this year. It was a bunch. Yeah, I, th- I think that that's something that we've always been really good at um, and we continue to be really good at, just um, delivering a lot of sponsor deliverables for clients, um, making sure that we get them a robust library of imagery, and having it always be really quality. I mean, it do- when you look at a, at a gallery that we've put together, any of us, uh, it doesn't look like, we just threw up the camera and shot a bunch of stuff and handed it off. Uh, it definitely looks like there's time and effort and care and thought put behind those galleries yeah. and artistry, which I think is important, especially when you're making things at such a speed and mass quantity. Um, so I think we did really good at that. I think we did this year. I think we, we all did really well on, on the road. I mean, it, it kind of felt like once we had our places to be, we were there and we got there and did what was needed to be done and, and, uh, came back and it wasn't like, you know, 
people weren't forgetting stuff people weren't um having issues out in the field it was really very smooth on on the part of just making things happen on the road oh there was a couple issues well there was but there's always going to be a couple issues yeah um but i just think overall especially with like as many moving parts as as we've got as many people as we've got going different places <clears throat> it seemed like it it went pretty much as smoothly as you could hope that it would go yeah i mean yeah. we never had a no show or a, yeah, da- a well, date knock on wood i've never had a no show something like that yeah so. I, what i would do if that happened i would freaking lose it on somebody yeah, like we had some travel issues like we had in for bc but we showed up we just, just canada just couldn't get in canada yeah so much right canada anybody in canada get your crap together like seriously this is terrible or terrible. just make it harder to where we just don't ever have to go back well, I don't Make know. It. I really like filming and hunting in Canada, but it's just such a pain in the butt to get in there. Anyway, hold on. What is Belmar's? I think you guys showed a lot of diversity. You can come and film us, Billy, Brian. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what Chuck just posted on Instagram is we filmed virtually three totally different projects this year with Greg at the beginning of the year, which we're not doing Greg anymore. Um, Lee and Tiffany and then um, Spy Point with Brian and Billy. And they're three completely different looks and feels. And um, I thought we did all of them well. I mean, they, we did them as well as they could be done. And um, that's, that's kind of the, that's kind of the staple I put on what I consider a good production is, you know, there's some productions out there that they can create really cool stuff, but they all kind of look the same and feel the same. Um, and they, they're really good at, you know, certain kinds of edits. But then if you ask them to do something slow, fast, or medium, or documentary versus montage versus, they, they just, they, they can't do you know, anything outside their box. And I think we do a really good job of being able to create content that's not all inside the same box. Now, we have things that, like, we like doing. Like, I like really fast-paced, music-driven edits. That's kind of my, you know, lots of dialogue and cuts, and, you know, you got to really pay attention and watch and keep up with it. Um, But that's not all we did. You know, that's not all we do. You know, that's, it might be, my style, but Ryder's style is different than Clay's style. That's different than the next guy. So I think we do a really good job of creating the box and staying inside the box that the client asks us to. Um, and that's hard sometimes, you know, especially as creatives to have to work inside a box is not your sweet spot. You know, I've had to do that more and more. Like I've said on the podcast, like Dudley's stuff, you know, it's, very YouTube vlog style. That is not my style. Um, but that's how he wants to show in his episodes. So that's how I do them. Um, but it's 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 hard for me sometimes. And the only reason I do it is because I really like working with Dudley. <laughs> if I didn't like Dudley, I wouldn't do it anymore. But um, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's really tough to do. You know, we did, I mean, I look back on this year. I mean, we did that huge hunt stand project. We did all of Spy Point. Filmed all of Lee and Tiffany. We filmed some for Greg. We did the the, did, stu- the stuff, the turkey hunt and the moose hunt. 
turkey hunting the moose hunt for Iron Valley. I did a couple trips with Chuck. I did three three trips with Chuck. Um, what else? I, I mean, the, all of the Huntmasters edits were this All the Huntmasters edits. Um, I did that all dad hunt with you Blake. Did, yeah. That was this time last year. And then, well, I guess that's technically 2022, but. We did the art thing with we Clayton. We did the art thing with Clayton, and then we've, I mean, we, we've. Everything with Brock. Everything with Brock, yeah. Yeah, we've done. And all, all my hunts with Dudley. Yeah, all my ch- hunts with Dudley stuff with Rolly White. I mean, we. We did a lot this year, like in in number in, in like pieces of content. I don't even know. You did it's all a bunch. The, you did a bunch of release and school knock videos with Dudley in February this time last year too, didn't you? Mm-mm. It was no, me. That was, was the year before last. Oh. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, and we're about to do all those again. So I mean, the diversity in what we're doing is everything from thirty second, you know, quick. Then we did the outrigger outdoor stuff. Um. We did a. Uh, a bunch of stuff this year um, in all different facets from long to short to quick to slow to. You did the fly fishing thing. Yeah. So there's, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's more that we're forgetting, but, you know, it, it, it's been one of those years that it doesn't seem like it's been a year, you know, since we, you know, got started only in Tiffany. Or it's not really been a year, but a full season's went by and uh it's flown by it's been a really it's like long days and short months is how i view it and um you know going into 2022 we've got some like that's kind of well, the next thing i wanted to talk about anyway like we've got some stuff that we want to do this year now that we don't have such an editing load um in the spring and summer um we've got a, you know some product stuff we want to do we've got a series that we're trying to spin up that I don't know if I want to let that cat out of the bag just yet because um, I don't know if we're going to get to do it. And then um, we've got stuff with Lee and Tiff this spring, got stuff with Dudley this spring. Um, it's going to be another banger, you know, but we also have the bandwidth to where if another cool project came along, we could do it too. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I'm excited about hopefully the pace, and I'm more excited about the time that we're going to get to spend on Copeland Creative and Redneck Tech in the spring and summer, and I'm hoping for. You know, stuff that we've been talking about wanting to do, and um, we've got a film that we're going to finish. I don't know if we're going to put it in Badlands. I'm not going to talk about Badlands until we put a film in Badlands. I really want to talk about Badlands. Did you go this year? Yes, I did. Was it? I'm not going to talk about it. (laughs) But it was... um, That was a thumbs down for those of you listening to the audio. There was one film that... I still don't consider it a film. That was, I considered excellent. It was shot and edited well. It just it, wasn't a film. The production was, the production was good. It wasn't over the top crazy good. It was good, but what made it good was the kid that was the subject was awesome. He's, I thought he was like fourteen. The kid was twelve. I looked it back up. Um, I need to, I want to get him, I want to get him or whoever produced it on the podcast, but it was a heartfelt story, you know, but he had a line in there that just freaking hit hard, man. That was really good. And his emotion and the way he carried himself on camera, it was just head and shoulders better than any of the rest of them. And the rest of them, you know, there was a lot of the same, but then there was a, you know, there was a couple that had some dialogue and stuff like that, but you know, the freaking one that won. The kid. I'm just going to stop talking. 
No, it wasn't the kid. The kid did not win. He should have. Really? But um, we're we're gonna do a film, whether it makes it in Badlands or not. I don't know. We'll see. Um, it's not gonna be about the kill. Um, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. We'll we'll do a whole podcast about it once it's done. Next. Sometimes I just like to sit here quietly. I know. And and see I how far. I can feel you. <laughs> I can feel you saying, "Just go. Just do it. Just do it. Just talk about it. Just no, let I it just out. let the eight out." No, I, I he don't. eggs you on without saying anything. Yeah, he, just he does. Looks he and just looks and he looks, just, and looks and looks and looks. Oh man! Hey, look, I'm a good producer, and I know exactly how to get what I want. <laughs> and I just, I just think it's funny because this is Caleb. I'm not going to talk about the film festival. Also, Caleb proceeds to talk about the film festival. I didn't talk about it very much. Chuck said, "Venmo me five bones for that great talking point." <laughs> <laughs> I said two fifties, best you can do. <laughs> so you might owe Chuck half of a fry. I always owe Chuck something. You know uh, what I owe him? What I what he owes him me and, is some time. Him what and I, Colin are teaming up. No, here. what I need to owe him is he owes me a bunch of time because all I'm doing is waiting on him, steadily waiting on him. What are they saying? Turn it loose oh, on bed. No, I can't <laughs> do limbs. it, Brody. Forty-two pros feature films are fun to create. Uh, Have you created some of them? Yeah, he we, did. Yeah, he did one. Oh, Badlands two years ago. Okay, I think no. so. Wasn't it two years ago? It would have been three because they didn't. No, do. it was twenty twenty. Because it was in oh, it so was in January. Been, been the year we I'm went. pretty sure that's when he did ones two years ago. But yeah, I just I want I just want to see a real film. I want to see a film. I don't want to see a hunting video. I'll see a film, but hasn't been done yet. But I did get some insight. Can't talk about that. Can't talk about that on here. Sorry. I got some insider information, but I can't talk about it. Oh. I'll okay. talk about it to y'all, but not on the we, podcast. So you had this insider information since I think you I came already told you all this. And you I'm, haven't told us? Uh-uh. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, remind me yeah, the Badlands insider information. I'm very privy okay. to insider yeah. information. And, and, I'll talk to you about it. <laughs> I don't have that up in my head. I'll talk to you about it. I anyway. got a lot of secrets up there, but not that one. Um. So, yes, two years ago, 2020. See, so, yeah, I thought that's what I thought. Um. They did an elk film, and it was shot extremely well. Um what was I, I now I've lost my train of thought. You've completely So is there forty two of them? What's the forty two pros? So <sighs> one of my know. favorite things to do is figure out where people get their usernames from if it's not like their name. I'm lame. It's productions. I think that pro stands is it for 42 productions. productions. Pretty sure. I want to know where the forty two comes from. Well I'm sure he'll answer you I in know. a second. That's why I'm airing that out there. Um okay so um kind of talked about the re- the plans coming up for this year. Don't want to get into that too much. Kind of want to save that. Um, I mean, can we talk about that? We're we're um, also this is for us to keep us a little bit accountable, but but uh, we're gonna try to ramp up a lot more um, production for Redneck Tech. Yeah, we um, are really really trying to get more info out to you guys. Did that die? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna beat my kids. Sorry. <laughs> I literally just put new batteries in that. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna beat them! <laughs> All because they come up here and they turn them on, they leave them on. Oh, if you're watching the live stream, you know what we're talking about. Anyway, so uh, last year, I we just had so much going on that we didn't really have a chance to do as much with Redneck Tech as we had done in the past and would like to do. Uh, and this year, we would really like to do a lot more Yeah. Um, for you guys, with you guys, posting-wise. Um, we're trying to get a TikTok going. So, 
you know. Because nowadays you have to have a YouTube, a TikTok, an Instagram, a Facebook of this and that and the other. So we need we're a, trying. We need a Pinterest. <laughs> no. I Lake no. Pickle just joined. What's up, Lake? Also, also no Facebook. We've I've yeah, left that one behind. Well, I found out Facebook is very viable for like older. You know, you got to be. Able, I know you're giving it <laughs> blank hence, hence why I don't care. <laughs> Gosh. I the only well, I hope nobody on here is older. Sorry, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, the only reason I keep Facebook. I can't is, wait to hear what he says. Only reason I keep Facebook is because I use it to log into random stuff. Yeah, I know. Well, Other mark, than that, I it's on my phone. Marketplace. That's the only reason I have it. See, I don't even go on there. I'd rather just go on. Dude, there's some great deals on Marketplace. That's where I got out. my boat. Oh yeah, Clay's got a boat now. Yeah. So you need fishing no content. Couch. Fishing content. No couch. <laughs> But he's go. got a boat. No couch. That's no hey, couch. I was no going to ask you that. You no, know. You know. No. I'm, here's what. The, here's what. This is. This hey, is. This is serious. I don't know if I can make this joke on here. This no, you the can't. Pe- well, if no. you have to ask that question, <laughs> no, no, you can't. Here's the thing. The people who know, people who know the joke know. If you're too young, for this joke to be inappropriate to you, you won't know what I'm talking about. You could put a uh, couch on your boat and call it the casting couch. Ryer. So no, you've been is, yellow carded, sir. So this is my question. <laughs> this is my question. How committed are you to working for Copeland Creative? Are you going to fire me if I don't get a couch? No, <laughs> because you know what that tells me? You're just ready to leave at any moment. You don't have a couch. You don't have a house set up. You're just ready to like well, leave he or, be, have or be fired at any moment. Is he just waiting <laughs> to be fired? He's like, well, I got a, I got a bed and one bag. I'm out of here. I mean, how, who doesn't have a couch? You have an entire. Apartment. I don't even have a TV. What am I going to sit on the couch? Exactly. See, See here's, the pro- here's the problem. The couch and the TV are like bulk purchases because you're not going to buy a TV and then have nowhere to sit. There's literally a, a TV bulk. sitting behind you that we're not it's using. It's not a bulk purchase. A bulk purchase would be purchasing a lot of something at a discounted price. And I, got, I'm, I guarantee we can find you a couch. I I also, we've I don't offered have, to give him a couch. I don't it's have Netflix and YouTube, so what, or Netflix and Hulu, so what am I going to watch on the TV? I both have Netflix, also both of those $15 things. $15 I don't, a month. I'm good. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm really. It good. sounds like I need a loan. Sounds like he's saving every dollar he has. <laughs> Golly, dude, you're just. Hey, can you write off a couch and a TV? No, you can't. I write off my Netflix. I do research. Yeah, it's research. research. It's it's market research. Anyway, back on track. Um. Okay, so we are going to do a reel. We are very behind on that. I'm sorry. That's a pretty cool name. I'm not gonna lie. What? Why, why he says calls it forty two pros? Well, can yeah. we say that? Yeah. So the um, reason that forty two pros called forty two pros short version is I started filming slash editing while still a full time cop. Off duty ten code is ten dash forty two, and I produce doing uh, during off duty hours. Oh, nice. So forty two pros. That's pretty cool. I like it. So um, anyway, we are going to do a reel. We kind of have an idea for that reel. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. We had like three or four ideas. I didn't know we chose one. Well, I, I also didn't know. All right, I'm terrible. I'm not a good communicator, apparently. So yes, we have an idea that I like for the reel that we're going to try and do. We just got to start pulling footage and do it. We usually try and have the reel done around the first of January. Obviously, we missed that deadline. So when we get that done, hopefully, in the next month or so, we'll have it out. But sooner than later, um, I'll talk to y'all about the idea. It's not complicated, but 
Did I know we had a note chronological sheet. idea? I know we had a note sheet, and you asked for ideas. Did you get my idea on there? I don't remember. Oh, it was cool shots. I'm excited to actually <laughs> do the See, real. See, guys, this is what I deal with every day. I'm excited to do the real because, like, sixty percent of what we shot, I was almost there for. So I can almost. Hey, guess what? You can work on the real this year since I've done it the last two years. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 well, no. Well, you want to do the real? No, I did a lot of you the real last. Did, year. Okay, you did a lot. If of I could get up and storm, so if I could get up and storm out of here, I would. So it's right. <laughs> so okay, it's only fair that it's Ryder's turn. It'll then. never get done if it's Ryder's turn. <laughs> This is also true. <laughs> oh, on my plate. <laughs> I'm making systems. Ryer, how long should that really take? Do you want it good? Well, it's Ryer. Do you want it good? Dude, I've got I got all kind of references. I'm glad we're not, in, we're not teaching English to people. Do you want it good? <laughs> I'm Do sorry. You, you guys it? always give me a really hard time about using superfluous vocabulary. Oh, God. So now Moving I'm trying on. to dumb it down a little bit so I don't catch flack. And you're like, oh, you're <laughs> stupid. Something else we want to talk about is we've got two new pieces of tech. We've talked about one of them a little bit. But if you're watching the Instagram Live, you're hearing sweet, sweet audio through this little guy, the Rode VidMic Pro Wireless Go 2. Don't we have, don't we have questions, too? Yes, we do. That's okay. next. All right. Stay with me. <laughs> so... This is the Rode uh, Wireless Go 2. We're routing that audio through here, through the um, phone. That's why you're getting nice, cool, clean audio. There's a little case for it. And it has two channels. You can run two channels, so two people at the same time. And then one little receiver, and they're tiny. I mean, you see how little that little guy is? Chuck would like those. Yeah, Chuck would like those. Chuck won't get these, though. He will not. Just like like he never got the red. Have Clay show it so that they could see what it would look like in small hands. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the only reason I say it because I had to go use his computer today and his mouse is like this big and I'm sitting there like trying to figure out how to use his mouse and I palm the whole thing and I was like how are you using this dude and he's like oh it's just regular size for that's my why hand. he doesn't want to use the magic mouse it'd be like holding his phone to him <laughs> he'd have to go yeah. <laughs> that's a hundred percent correct. <laughs> I, I'm like, this. it's like you ever seen a guy with target panic and his triggers like on his index is like way out on his index finger that's yeah I'm like Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's bad. So anyway, um the I love these microphones. I'm the only one that's got them. I offered them to Ryer. He doesn't want them. He'll stay with the Sony's. And uh we're going to get Clay some, but I don't know if I'm gonna go with the Rhodes, but DJI is coming out with some too. And I really like DJI stuff. They do some really, really good stuff. Do those look and sound like they're better than that? Do they have features that he are did, better? He did. They do have features that are better. What? It comes with the all the adapters to be able to run it straight to your phone, which you have to buy separately with those. Oh, yeah. That was a whole – it took us two weeks to get all yep. this stuff. And then it comes with magnetic mounts, which you have mm. to buy separately for those. Mm. It has a little bit better battery runtime, and it comes with a charging case that you can charge it 1.8 times. That does not. 1.8. Yeah. I love how they got yeah. that. They're like, yeah. ah, we just can't do that extra 20%. So it's literally, but it all comes in, it's only $20 more than if you buy those for all those other things. Yeah. And they're like, they're smaller, but not much smaller. And are they a cold shoe mount sort of dealio? Yeah. See, what I would like for somebody to figure out how to do. But they're made for DSLRs. They're not made for big cameras. Yeah, I know. The thing that I I would like is another way to mount a receiver other than a shoe 
Like how? I don't know. But you can always get a belt. You can always get a belt clip for it. I just clipped it on the strap that goes on the. Yeah. That's what I did on the FS. Or you can Velcro it. I used to Velcro mine to my 300. Yeah. X300. I know you. I know you use the Velcro things. X3. I've never liked those. What other way is there? I don't know. Like another post or something. Well, you won't use but the little thing that was on his FS7 and what's on my FX6. Yeah, it gets in the way of my hand when I'm running the camera. He's unpleasable. He's, <laughs> like, He's a woman. unpleasable. He's like a woman. He is. So, okay, moving on. So we got the microphones. I love the microphones. They're tiny. They don't last all day. They'll last about four Ooh. hours. 42 Pro said those could be used as a wireless boom mic setup. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, and uh, they, retort it, they record internally, which I did not the, know the until D- recently. The DJIs? And those. Oh. So yeah. how do you use those as a wireless boom mic? Um, you just run the you just run um attach it to a boom mic and record it internally. Record it internally or you can is run it, it back is through it your super thing. directional? Yeah. Well it's got so you can rec- you know, that's a microphone there until yeah. you plug something in. So you could plug in uh th- is there any boom mics with a three point five millimeter jack? I don't know. You could XLR to three point five. Yeah. So I mean you, you I mean you'd probably take Probably take some finagling, but yeah, you can do it. Um, and then the other piece of tech, I don't have it on hand, but we just ordered the, uh, just got the Mavic 3 um, drone. Like it a lot. Um, the image quality, and this is just me spitting numbers out of my butt, so don't take, you know, don't hold me to these, but we have the Mavic 1, the Mavic 2, now the Mavic 3. The Mavic 2 is the one we've had forever, and I loved that drone. The Mavic 3 image quality is 30% better. The low light is 30% better. It is screaming fast and it's got that cine mode that's an easy quick switch on your on your your remote and like it's so slow and so smooth you virtually can't have a bad shot. Like it won't move fast enough to not be usable. So if you flip it to that cine mode you get to your spot and you want to do slow movements you literally hold it all the way to the side, and it's just a slow, smooth pans. Or you said it's quiet too, right? Quieter. Quieter. Um, and the flight time is unreal. Like I flew it forever the other day, and looked down and still had seventy percent battery. You did a night recovery with it, didn't you? Yeah, we did a night recovery. Um, and just used. Uh, I was in sixteen hundred ISO, and um, we used just a couple camera lights and the on camera li- and the the drone light and. It's no noise at 1600 ISO. Um, and that sport mode is scary fast. And it's about the size of the Mavic 2. It might be a hair bigger. Um, but the battery time is forever, man. It's, it says it, they tout like a 42 or 47 minute flight time. I mean, it, I mean, it flew forever. Um, and I flew it a long way from camp, like sketchy far and never dropped signal. So um, I like it a lot. And if you need to, and this is a shout-out for somebody we don't even know, we crashed our Mavic 2, and we found a guy here in Duluth called Thunder Drones. Dunwoody. Sent it, huh? Dunwoody. And Dunwoody, whatever. I thought it was Duluth. Dunwoody. Whatever. Sent it to him, and he I thought it was an unfixable drone. He fixed it for 300 bucks. <coughs> Thunder Drones. So shout-out to him. Um, and uh, questions. I think that's our next thing. Do I, Am I missing anything? Is there any new tech that y'all have that we haven't talked about? We talked about the FX6, right? We're going to do a whole podcast on the FX6. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
one terrible flaw on the FX6. Freaking mic mounts. Yeah, trash. Terrible. Trash. trash. Complete trash. Everything else, love. Mic mounts, trash. Yeah, I don't have any um, no additional new tech. Other than the FX6. Yeah. If iMac or a Mac will ever get their crap together, we're going to buy new computers. I'm fixing to get the laptop. I'm tired of mine. He's been saying that for two months. I know. I'm a procrastinator. It's like five thousand dollars. Yeah. Or twenty five hundred. It's going to be twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars. Yeah. I'm Nicole needs it. a new computer. I'm th- thinking about giving her this one and ordering me a new one. No. <laughs> Why well, you want the new? <laughs> I want the best one. <laughs> I want the best one for a little bit of time. Oh my gosh! Let, let him be the guinea pig. He's that guy. Let him be the guinea pig. I'm not that guy, but I'm never that guy. I just want to be that guy. You're always that guy. You're always that guy. What? What, what guy? New mics, new <laughs> yeah. iPhone. Yeah, look at your new kit. FX. Look at the new, kit. the first FX6. Long time. You asked Chuck Belmore. We were the redheaded stepchild for years. And now that I can I've afford to get good stuff. I've been the stepchild my entire life. Well, now that I can afford to get good stuff. Hey, my wife is on. Hey, babe. Now that I can afford to get good stuff, I'm going to have good stuff. Y'all have good stuff. you are got way better stuff than I had. I don't want to hear y'all freaking complaining. Y'all had the FS7 for months before, or FX6 before months before No, I did. you ran it in Florida. One time. Yeah, Doesn't you got count. to run it first. Doesn't count. Y'all literally ran it for months before I had it. I just I ran it for I ran it for a month before he had it. I just want one time for me to get the new thing and Caleb be like, Oh, what's that? Oh yeah, they got there. Just one time I want that. <laughs> Cause usually what happens is I think like when I got this new phone, I thought that I had because I got the best phone that you could get at the time. And I came in the office and Caleb was like, Yeah, I got that too. I got that on Friday. I got it on Saturday. <laughs> so it wasn't even cool. I still, well, I wasn't I still have even, a ten. Well, you don't have a couch. <laughs> Quiet. Okay, so the next thing we're supposed you to talk see, about. You don't get to talk about crap until you get a couch. Or 24 core M1 Max is fast and great battery life. It's 42 Pros. Um, so the next thing we need to talk about is those questions. But guess where the questions are? On my phone that we're live streaming with. You know, the better phone than yours. So can you pull up those questions? Where are they at? They were on the questions that you sent on Instagram. I don't have the screenshot of that. So we're probably not going to get to do that. Did you delete it? Hmm? Go to your recently deleted. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. Hold on. Sorry, guys. (laughs) We have to use the superior. We have to use the superior phone for things, and it's got all the good stuff on it. Ours doesn't. How long have we been on the podcast? Forty-six minutes. Oh man! Anybody listening have any questions while we're looking at questions? So you're talking about just the ones that we did the other day with? Uh, yeah, the ones that you Colin, solic- Colin said. What are your team slash individual goals? Um, my I want, I want us to create something better than Blue Stem so we can stop sending off Blue Stem to people. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't care because I would be involved in that too. So it's, that's personal personal goal for me, and you know, as and, and the company, I guess, is I want to add one more. You know, I would like to add one more big client this year. I'd love to do that. You know, something that's doesn't have to be in the hunting industry. I think we would even be open to something outside of that. I don't know what that is, but um, something that would challenge us even more. And then, kind of a personal goal is to create two films this year. I have both one of them's halfway done, the other one 
movie with Chuck Belmore. Yeah, but that one, you can be able to put it anywhere? Yes. A YouTube. Wherever we want. And of course, after Badlands, what I saw, yes, we can put it on Badlands. Yeah, they cussed all in Badlands. Oh. Oh, we're going this way? Nicole said, so do I get the okay. laptop or not? Oh, she was listening <laughs> during that? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Talk yourself. Well, we might need to use that as like a dump computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got that one downstairs. Hey, well, here's the th- she could have my old laptop, and we can use, I don't know, she have that one that we use for the dump computer. No, get her a better computer yeah. than that. I'll take care of you, baby. I got you. <laughs> Ryer's going to get hung out to dry on this one, not you, okay? <laughs> I, I would hope you'd hang me out to dry before her. <laughs> that's well, just the right if thing you to ask do. her, she gets hung out to dry a lot, and y'all don't. You got them what? You got them this? You took them to do this? You do what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm taking care of them. She's like, well, my goodness, you need to. And she went on seven trips last year. Well, we're seven I was gonna say trips. she went we're to TAC and NF, NFR. And, we're a yeah. business expense. That's, that's the difference. I don't know. I I use her for a business expense a couple times. Don't listen to that government. <laughs> a couple times. Hey, we cheated the United States Postal Service out of two dollars. Two today. whole dollars today. <laughs> yes. Hit us up with uh, how to do that. <laughs> it's a very underground trick. It's called mislabeling your self-labeled mail. Um. <clears throat> okay. So these are if we did product reviews, what would you like to see us talk about? Those ones. Oh, were those the, that was it? It wasn't a question? I thought they were questions. It was product reviews, but oh, I... Oh, okay. Well, maybe we didn't have any questions then. <clears throat> I mean, we have. There's questions oh. built into those. Okay, well, that's fine. Uh, not production related, but uh, boots. Somebody want to know about boots. <laughs> so I talked to the guy at Hanwag at ATA Show. Hanwag? Yeah, it's a boot company. Mm-hmm. Um, Lane Walter's a really good buddy of theirs. I've and... um. Them. I talked to those guys and tried on some of their boots. I think they're about the only boot that I haven't tried. So I have on Schnee's right now. I like them, but I haven't really got to put any miles on them yet. Um, my favorite's always been Solomon. Uh, the only problem with Solomon's is they don't last. Um, I bought Crispies, hated them, gave them to Ryer. He loved them. And then I've also had um, Kenetrex. They were heavy and stiff, didn't like them. I have a really wi- I have a really wimpy foot though, so if you have a like a stiffer foot and I have a really high arch, but we also have the sheep feet and I'm really liking those so far. And y'all got sheep feet? Have y'all got to try yours out much? No, I was gonna put them in that new pair of boots that I got, but I haven't done it yet because they ripped the heel. They ripped my heel off. And then I've got what other boots have I have? I've got a pair of Under Armour just uh, the Boa boots, and I love them, but they're just not gonna last. I already broke the boa on those. And yeah. Tiff got them for me. I already broke the boa. Yeah, so they're just they're um they're just not they're just not very rugged. I love the boa system, but they're just not very rugged. I uh I got a pair I had a pair of Laua leather boots that were very comfortable, but they were heavy and I have very, 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 very sweaty feet. Um and when we were in Utah, um Barclow was in camp and had on a very flamboyant pair of red and yellow boots and I asked him what they were and he said they were the best boot he's ever worn so I went and bought them and they're the best boot I've ever worn they're the La Sportiva Equilibrium it's Equilibrium but La Sportiva is I think Spanish so they put an A in front of it 
Lost. I've heard really good things about Lost Platoon. I love them. I got the same pair of boots, and they are they stiff though. Yeah. Very stiff. So the shank itself is stiff, but the fabric around your foot is not. So it fits like a sock, but you have support going uphill. If that makes sense. What about ankle support? Yeah, a little. That's bit. the one Barclow said he liked. Yeah, they're technically supposed to be like a hybrid mountaineering boot. <clears throat> you can put crampons and everything on them. So they'll have some. Well, that's where I've always seen Lost Sportivas is people with crampons yeah. and like hiking and like mountain, you yeah, know, you can going tell up there. That's, what, that's shit, what they wore in that. A shelf on the heel so that you can strap crampons. That's what everyone wore in 14 Peaks was Lost Sportivas. Yeah, and everybody that climbs Everest is wearing Lost Sportivas. I don't know if I want any part of that. I would climb Everest. Yeah, but I'm, see, Barclow's way tougher than <clears> I am. Just going to put that out there. Barclow's tougher than most people. Yeah, Not so. Me. <laughs> One sitting up here with a gimped up knee on oh. one elk hunt. <laughs> that happened in September, and I had surgery a week ago. I mean, come on now. So okay, anything Barclow else? Barclow wouldn't have gotten surgery. That's the that's the difference. Barclow would have done surgery on himself. Um, we got this one. This is really a whole podcast, but cameras and getting the best bang for your buck category similar, like one dollar sign, two dollar signs, and three dollar signs. I mean, oh, I got to, uh, it depends on how you define one, two, and three dollar signs. Yeah, it's that's I mean, a if very going subjective. Three dollar signs. I'm saying, you know, get you an Ari. But yeah. uh, <laughs> if you're going one dollar sign, I would say get a red. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> red. Uh, it, yeah, I it, guess the one dollar sign would be you could you could take that as I'd a, say that's like a twenty five hundred dollars and under will be one dollar sign. But here's the thing. Here, here's why I hate answering that question. Is that dollar sign is a relative thing. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten the question, what camera should I buy? First question I ask is, what's your budget? And normally when I ask that, the top end of somebody's budget is $1,500. I can't help you. I'm sorry. Like, that's, I don't know of a camera system that you can buy a $1,500 camera and get a good support, a good tree arm, and microphones for $1,500. That doesn't exist. Um... If you're gonna do that, use your cell phone. You know, I, I don't, I don't know of a way of doing it. So I mean, you go with a, like a sixty-five hundred, right? Sony sixty-five hundred or a Canon. Yeah, but you're still not eighty or ninety D now. But you're just still, not getting a tripod ahead and a no, camera. No, yeah, that. see, but th- that's my thing is like, a camera's only part of it. Yeah. You know, and that's what people don't take into well, account. Well, this question so, specifically was cameras. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't about the whole package. This one was just cameras. I mean, I mean, if you're going to go less than $1,500, you can look at, you know, you're looking at the any of the, um, <clears throat> what is it, a micro four-thirds sensor cameras, basically, mm-hmm. which is going to be your, <clears throat> I'm sorry, like the 6500s, uh, Sony 6500s, and then your, um, like the Canon 60, 70, 80D, uh, I had Nikon kind of similar I mean, all of those are going to be pretty much in the same yeah. range. And then what's your your two cam? You know, your two dollar signs is going to be up to what? I guess that would be what fifteen to three to four. I'd say under five thousand. And if you're talking about under five thousand, get an R five. You know, an R five or a Sony, one of the new Sony mirrorlesses um, with some full lenses. Frame. Yeah, something full frame with lenses. You know, you can't go wrong with any of the new Sony full frames or an R five. Um, and if you're doing $3 signs in our industry, it's the FX6. I don't see how you can beat that camera. Um, I did a side-by-side side comparison with, what's the camera that uh, 
Thomas is running? A seven S three. It's better than low light. The only way the only way to do better than the FX six is to get an FX nine so you can have cash record. Yeah. But the FX nine is like nine thousand. Nine thousand. Yeah, and twice the size. Yeah. And I think with firmware updates eventually it'll get cash record, I hope. But um yeah, yeah. I, I don't see how you can beat that FX six. You know, and I'm sure next year they'll come out with something better, but <clears throat> I like mean, if what? you're really a like Canon. What, what is, you know, I, which I say that every year, like, how can it get better? Well, you think about it. How many new cameras did Sony come out with in the, like, the FS7 line since you bought the FS7? Not nothing, that many. Yeah, nothing, really. So, if you're a Canon guy, you could go with the C, what are they? C70. C70, but they've also got the C500 500 now they're up to. Mark so, 17. Yeah. That would be the kind of the FX6-ish equivalent. Yeah. But that FX6, man. The form factor, how light it is, and the low light for what we do is about unbeatable. We're going to do a whole podcast about it. So I would say a piece of new tech that we missed would uh, be those Tamron lenses, other, yeah. than, other than not having image stabilization. I just feel like they're just, just a little bit too short. I, well, I oh, he said 42, 42 Pro said cash record is in the new firmware. We will be updating firmware immediately. It? I was just looking. I saw a couple days ago that they had started talking about the release, and they didn't have a full feature set yet. So I was See, waiting for I, the full feature set. I That'll would agree. Nice. We, I would agree with you if we weren't filming Lee and Tiff in 4K. So hold two, on. The 200 millimeter being too short? It is too short to me looking in my camera. Just I was filming in the tree stand the night at deer at forty yards and I'm like God I want more lens yeah I don't have enough lens yeah you know well, I, I looked Ryer, at Ryer used that twenty eight to uh, three hundred of Joel's so twenty eight to four hundred oh four hundred yeah do you like it yeah I I have a uh, the same gripe with it as I have with the um, oh the zoom ring well the focus pulling focus is not smooth. Um, it's not a consistent focus pull, so it, it you can't get like a smooth focus pull in and out. And the ring is so flimsy that it, there's you can't really grab onto it like you can. Uh, well, here's the other option: is Sony has a twenty four to two forty. It's a thousand bucks. Thought about getting one of those and seeing how we liked it, and if we liked it, selling sell the Tamrons, sell the Tamrons and get that. I mean, is we get the we, same kind of thing. Does it have image stabilization? I think it does. Yeah, that's it's, the bit that that's the like the focus ring gripe to me is the secondary issue. The primary issue I have with that eighteen to two hundred um, is the lack of image stabilization, especially I, if you're going to run handheld. You. I didn't realize how how much it helped to have it until I didn't have it. I just edited those two Rednet Tech videos that we did in Iowa. And, I, I mean, we're standing 10 feet apart from each other, so we're not even, like, zoomed in pretty tight. And I had to put warp stabilizer on them. Just literally stand there hand-holding them. And yeah. I had to put warp stabilizer on Optical it. steady shot image stabilization. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would know. be a... I mean, because technically we would have four to sell because we could get that broken one we have fixed and have all three of ours, all three of our Tamrons. We have four Tamrons. There's one on the one. Okay, we'll have four Tamrons plus the one we could get fixed and sell it. Or yeah. if you could get that from somewhere that does trade-in, we could just trade in all four and not have to worry about selling them. 
Yeah, this this is it's a thousand dollars, thousand forty eight. Is it white? Mm-mm. Black. And the focus ring is in the same spot. The zoom ring is in the same spot. It's a twenty eight to two forty. It's a twenty four to two forty, but it's an F three five to six three, not a two eight. So you do lose a stop a lot. Yeah, but that you're losing that two eight. Yeah, yeah on, you punch that, in almost any. You're losing the. Two yeah, eight. on that other camera, you're on basically the other lens, gonna be at eighteen. When you, when yeah. you get to thirty five millimeters, or no, sorry, when you it's eighteen to two hundred. When you get to twenty four millimeters, it goes to three five. So at that point, I mean, what's yeah, I've I've, I've seriously debated ordering one of these just to. And it's a 72-millimeter optic on the front, and not a 68. A lot of times, with that being a 5.6. That'll s- probably help a little bit with the light. Yeah, with that being a 5.6, I almost left my aperture at 5.6 all the time. That way, when I would zoom in, I wouldn't have to mess with exposure. Yeah. So. And, yeah, when you're zoomed in all the way. and But, I mean, one stop of light on that FX6, you're not even going to notice that. You know? I, uh, Only at the very, very, yeah. very, very last. I, I feel very comfortable <clears throat> filming a kill up to 16,000 on that camera. Doing what? Because I mean, Lee would have me get footage of, um, like up and coming deer that we weren't going to shoot super late. And I mean, I'm like, dude, it's pretty dark. He's like, oh no, I just want to. I don't care about the show. Like, I just want to see it on the TV at home. So I would make a mental note. And sixteen thousand to twenty to twenty eight thousand is, I think, where it goes next. And there's a giant jump there, but sixteen thousand looks clean. And another thing is, twenty four versus twenty eight millimeters. Big I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. It's a big difference. Um, so, especially when you're in a ground blind, it's something that I, I've I've been thinking about that. I mean, those Tamron lenses are seven hundred dollars, and this one's a thousand, it's three hundred dollar difference. But that's the one gripe that we've had: forty millimeters and stabilization. Mm-hmm. So, really, for three hundred bucks, that's not bad. Yeah. So, yeah, it might be something that we do is is just order a couple of these and go from there. But uh, I'll watch the video on it once we're done with this podcast. But we got any uh, Tamron 35 to 150 f2 to 2.8 is a sweet lens. Um, 42 pros. But yeah, thank you for that on the cash recording. I yeah. haven't checked into that, but we'll be definitely updating. When we that's, get downstairs. That's, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing <laughs> next. But uh, got anything else? Any other questions? Anything? Quality sticks and uh, tripod head. <clears throat> I know all. That's also depends we're on your all budget. Most of our sticks are Miller, and our heads are Sackler. Oh, his his no. arm. What are, what's My sticks are made by. It's like Art Link or something like that. If you find me on Instagram, I'll send you the Amazon link. But it's like a hundred ninety nine dollar pair of sticks. But with the, my tripod head on my sticks, they'll go up to my head height. I've thought about. Those are the same ones that you bought I the extra I love set my head and sticks, but, man, they're just so much overkill for that FX6. They're pretty overkill for the FX6. Mine, so my Sackler head, I think, is pretty, I think it's pretty well suited to the FX6 bare bones. Yeah, I thought about. The thing is, with that, if you start rigging the FX6 and, like, putting a 150 to 600 on there, You'll do, like your head would be better suited with, for that. With yeah. the twenty-eight to two hundred on my head, it's fine. Anytime I put the seventy to two hundred on, it's too much. Yeah, because my seventy to two hundred to two eight, so it's the bigger one. Mm-hmm. Anytime I put that on, it's too much. And I would always rat like if I was gonna go buy if I was gonna go buy sticks, I wouldn't buy sticks that were um, set up for my camera at bare bones or what I usually run it for. Yeah. I would buy it to have it like rigged. With a long lens and a cage and rails and an extra monitor because just 
if you, you, you if might do that, it's better to get it overkill and use less than to have a pair of sticks and a fluid head that is not uh, supportive of all the weight that you have on there because then you're just going to get bad footage. So, anything else? But anyways, a head, you want a good good fluid head. Sackler makes them. Yeah, Sackler's Manfrotto expensive. Them. It just depends on how much money you want to spend. Um, I've seen some people running Benro. That's mm-hmm. what those That's ones work. Uh, the head, I would say, is probably the more important in the equation. Yep. Sticks, I mean, there's, it, you just kind of have to decide how heavy you want them, yeah. how sturdy you need them, and your closure mechanism. I wouldn't recommend snaps because in this industry – you might need to open and close with animals pretty close to you, so snaps can tend to make a loud popping noise. And they break on airplanes. Trust me, had it happen to me. Yep. So usually we use a kind of a the screw enclosure or a keep screw. them clean. Otherwise, they squeak and mine are squeaking yeah. really bad right now. Yep. But I would say if you had to spend more money on one of the two things, spend more money on a on a good fluid head with uh, you know the ability to balance the fluid head and um, settings for the resistance on the fluid head and locking, obviously, and the and the panning and tilting and stuff. Something so. that is, it's buy once, cry once, though. Like, don't cheap out on them, man. Yeah, I've had the head, the head that I have on the sticks right now. Mark bought before I worked for him. Mm-hmm. So that head has been in use for over 10-plus years. Yeah. In hunting environments? Mine, mine has been in service for seven or eight, and it has been beat and drug and thrown in the back of rangers and trucks, and that tripod and head are more well-traveled than most people. Um, and knock on wood, never had an issue. And so, except that one time you let Ryer use it. Except for the one time I let Ryer use it. $78 screw, player. $78 screw, yeah. I didn't break it. It was on its last leg after 10-plus years of service. You can't prove anything. (coughs) So, anyway, all right, next. Uh, Somebody wanted us to do a review on the Sony A1. Uh, We don't have one. Don't have one one of those. I don't even know anybody with one. I I don't either. I want one. Well, Clay can buy it. Clay will buy one and then talk to you about it. After he buys his couch. Um, So, we've got a review on mics. You talked about the Rhodes. I run the Sonys. Um, He's got to be difficult. Well, I'll go into that. I know you're. I know you're baiting me on that one. Um, let's see. Secondary cameras. Big Osmo people. DTI man. GoPros suck. Still stand to stand by that. Editing softwares. Premiere. Adobe Premiere. Uh, websites for music, sound effects, etc. We use a lot of Artlist for music we also have subscriptions to Soundstripe and Epidemic Sound Envato Envato um, and Envato I use Envato more for um, sound effects and I use the other ones more for music uh, you can also use Music Bed it's going to be more expensive way more better expensive. quality it's kind of we use that for one offs YouTube also has its own free yeah, the music YouTube audio library. library but you there's there's so many music libraries just depends on what your budget is. And they're all going to be, what is it, like a couple hundred mm-hmm. to, subscri- to subscribe. Most of them are on a subscription model now. Um, Pond 5 is one that you can use if you just want to go, like, get one song. Yeah, Extreme Music. There's Stephen Arnold. There's 
uh, sound library or sonic librarian. There's man, there's so many. Okay, so first com, first com's a really big one. It's expensive, but it's a big one. All in one lens. That would be our eighteen to two hundred. Or it's a twenty-eight to two hundred is what we're using right now, but that's what we were just talking about. Is it? A tw- I thought it was an no, eighteen to twenty-eight. Yours is the eighteen to three hundred or four hundred, whichever one Joel used. Oh, I got those two mixed up. Uh huh. I got you. Okay. So, but we're looking to switch, possibly switch that to twenty-four to two forty Sony. Okay, pick your two favorite lenses then. Twenty-four to one hundred five and seventy-two hundred. Canon. Yeah. Sixteen. No, no, sixteen thirty-five. Yeah. Sixteen thirty-five, seventy to two hundred. Yeah, it's probably minor Tamronzo. I but, would go well, this year. I've been using the twenty-four to one hundred five and the seventy to two hundred more than anything. I have to say that too because I use the twenty-four to one hundred five more than any of them. Um, I don't even have one. It's the most versatile lens. I use it for almost everything. Well, I have that Sony eighteen to one hundred five. I guess. Yeah. So. Uh, top four. Top four lenses. We oh. really only use four. I only so use three. Sixteen to thirty-five, seventy to two hundred, twenty-four to one hundred five. And I guess what would be the all-around lens is either going to be that twenty-eight to two hundred, the twenty-four to two forty. Yeah, but that I, I see. I don't really count that because that never comes off my video camera. Yeah, like ever. Talking about photos, well, then yeah. that one fifty to six hundred is hard to beat. That's a freaking cool lens. Yeah. Yeah. If I was gonna, like, if we're talking, if I'm bringing four lenses, it's because I have a project where I can switch lenses. So I'm going to be running my Canon glass probably. So that's your uh, twenty-four to one hundred five most of the time. Sixteen to thirty-five very occasionally. Seventy to two hundred. Um, would be the second most used, and then 150 to 600 for I got to say, though, it is super nice to not have to worry about switching lenses. I love having one lens that can do everything I need to do on a hunt. Gosh, it makes me so nice. Mm-hmm. Decent long lens, 200 millimeter plus-ish. That's your 150 to 600. Yep. And that's a Sigma? Yep. 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 So we've... Canon also makes a 100 to 500. Can't, who somebody makes a one hundred to four hundred? Sony, Canon. Yeah, I think Sony makes a one hundred to four hundred, but they have a they have one of those push zoom ones. Don't get a push zoom. Those are for the money. That one fifty to six hundred is hard to beat. It is a bazooka. That's man. what you used in Alberta. Yeah, that's right. what I used in Alberta. Mm-hmm. I know what I used in Alberta. I was saying for the audience. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, those are all those questions. That's it. All right, well, the last thing we wanted to talk about is classes. So we have the editing class coming up February 4th to the 6th. It will be here in two weeks. Um, We still have some slots open for that. Right now we have five guys signed up for it. We got – I was going to say we could do ten guys. So we still have plenty of room available. I know it's definitely more expensive than our standard class, but it's also – editing is where you make your money. So um, if it's something that you're interested in doing and stepping up your – Editing game, I promise. It's for beginners all the way to advanced guys. I'm probably going to be taking the beginners. Clay's going to be working with the middle, you know, the kind of the novice amateur guys, and then Ryder's going to be working with more of the advanced editors. And, you know, we're going to walk through every step of the process. It is going to be a virtually a one-on-one, two-on-one type class. So you're going to have one-on-one instruction for three days. Um, if you or you, anybody you know is interested, tell them to contact us, redneck-tech-podcast at gmail.com. And we'll get them signed up. Um, it's fifteen hundred dollars, and um, and if nothing else, it's a great networking opportunity. You can ask anybody who's been to any of our classes. It's a really, really good time, and we enjoy the heck out of it too. So, 
Um, it'll be a fun one. I can promise you that you'll learn a ton. If you don't learn a ton, tell me and I'll give you every dime back, but I guarantee you you'll learn. So, um, with that being said, we are going to plan another production class. This is going to be a field production class, field production. Really mainly we might do a little editing there, but it'll be mainly field production, but we've been asked for years. Can we do a class on a hunt? And we've really never been able to do it. So we do have a location in Texas where we're going to do a turkey hunt in April where we're also going to do a class in in conjunction with this hunt. I haven't figured out how much it's going to be, and I haven't figured out the date yet, but it's going to be in April. So if it's something you're interested in, and the thing is we're not going to be able to do like probably eight-ish, ten-ish people just because we would only have you know so much room for people to stay because their lodging will be provided. And then, um, and I got to figure out if that includes hunting or, or not. So who's going to be the hunting? We don't know. I don't. I haven't figured that part out yet. So we are going to do that class. It's probably going to be at least fifteen hundred, if not more, because it's in Texas and we have to pay for the location and things like that. So, um, but we are going to do that. So keep that in the back of your mind. I'm going to be working on that next two weeks and figure out when and the location I, I ha, we have the location but like when we're going to do it because we already have a trip with lee and tiffany out there and we have another shoot with colin who's been on the instagram today he's actually the one helping me line this out um he's got the location so we're going to try and essentially we'll be doing three trips back to back to back with all be in south texas so we won't have to leave what's the other one colin's um no lee and tiff and then this class and then high caliber hunts with uh oh, colin. oh. so um We'll have three trips back to back to back there. And then, uh, so that'll be mid to late March, probably. No, I mean, April, mid to late April, um, is when we'll be doing that. And then, um, yeah. And then we'll probably do another one in the summer. So that's the plan. Y'all got anything else? Um, if we need a hunter for that, I need a Rio to fill my slam if anyone wants to help a guy out. So, <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we're going to see. I mean, I assume that we would probably do most of the hunting because I don't know how we would do it if we're going to. I hadn't figured that bring, part. If we bring in hunters, that takes away beds for the people doing the class. Yeah. So. But, I mean, kind of want Chuck and camp. So Chuck can come and pay his own way. <laughs> yes, I like that. <laughs> so uh, we'll figure that Chuck part really out. should be paying us when he hangs out ah, with us. He really should. He really should. All the good times we've had. So anybody got anything else? Nothing your, else? Your mom's on. My mother? Mm-hmm. What? Come on, Mom. You're killing me. Is that it? Nothing? We're good? So anybody have questions? We'll hang out for like yeah. We're gonna end. The, we're going to end the podcast up. We'll hang around for just a few minutes. All right, guys. Peace. 